0: Matthew chapter 6, verse number 9, two verses of scripture, some of the most familiar words in the Bible to many. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Jesus said, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Verse 10, the focus verse for today. He said, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. And that last phrase, in earth. Everybody say in earth. As it is in heaven. In earth as it is in heaven. And to kick off these Sundays in January, all the way up until our revival at the end of the month, we're going to be seeing what God has to say to our lives from this passage, this series, as it is in heaven. God wants to use his word to reach into your heart, your family, your situation, and let his presence and let heaven come to earth in your life. Would you lift up your voice and would you invite him to talk to you today right now? All across this room. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for your presence. God, we thank you for the authority of your word and the power of your spirit. Speak to us today. Help us. Change us. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say amen. 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 You can be seated in Jesus' name. I was at the barber shop on Thursday. And getting my hair cut and having conversation with my favorite barber. A little shout out to Omar at Cruise Cuts. Where <clears throat> Got some, I Got some love and they're running the camera. <laughs> Sitting in the chair and having, having conversation as we always do and and always does a... Does a great job getting me cleaned up. Every time I sit in the chair. I've had the same haircut for uh, probably, uh, I don't know, 35 years. And every time I sit in the chair, though, he says, do you want to do something different this time? Say, nope. <laughs> it's worked this long. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, if it goes bald, I might shave it all. But other than that, we're good. <laughs> we're good. And I'm sitting there, and I, I, I couldn't help... While I was talking to him, paying attention to the chair adjacent from us, kind of in the middle, there was a little kid getting his haircut, and uh, I could tell he was not happy with what he was getting. And uh, to start the haircut, mom had come over and showed a picture on her phone to the barber. And uh, you know, you've probably seen that happen before. Uh, I want it to look like this. (laughs) And The barber was doing their best job to make it look like that, but as I'm sitting there getting my hair cut, every time Omar would turn the chair, I could see the frustration on this kid's face growing a little bit. It, it wasn't happening like the picture. It wasn't exactly like He showed. So finally, I see mom get up towards the end of my haircut, and she comes over, and she starts showing the picture again, and I see them explain. I could not hear their conversation, but I can only imagine what was going on, and she's probably telling this well-meaning barber that, listen, this is what we want, and that is not exactly this. The haircut didn't look bad, but it wasn't exactly the picture. There have been some pretty epic haircut fails, and thankfully I've never got one at Cruise Cuts. I have got them a few other places around the country before. Like, like this guy who, who had a good flat top, and, and he said uh, to the barber, he, he said, this is, this is what I want. This is the picture perhaps shown, and, and he said, this is what I want, but uh, dude walked out of the barber, and this is what he got. It wasn't exactly like the picture. Put in a little plug. Cruise cuts won't do you like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe or like this guy who, who uh, you know, bald fades are in right now. And if you don't know what that is, if you just got the bald part right, that's all right too. But bald fades are in right now. And, and, and come in and showed a picture of a bald fade that looked like this and said, this is what I want. I want that nice clean fade uh, in the back. And the barber said, no problem got you and this is what they did on two different occasions to two different people <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that looks like some quarantine haircuts right there man <laughs> remember those days <laughs> everybody's going out and buying clippers you couldn't find them anywhere on amazon nobody know what to do with the clippers but everyone's going out and buying clippers Sometimes we have an idea in our mind of what something should look like. How many of you ever tried something on Pinterest or some DIY hack or some deal that you were going to bake or make or cook? And, and when you look at the picture and you look at the end result, it didn't quite match up with what you were intending it to look like. Or become. Every one of us have seen this. Every one of us have been there before. Every one of us have seen something that didn't uh, pan out exactly like it was supposed to. And yet, probably the greatest challenge of all is given to us as the church when Jesus said, I want you to pray and reach so that what is in heaven happens or is replicated recreated or duplicated here on earth. He said, I want you to reach and to pray so that what happens on earth is just as it is in heaven. Now, I don't know about you, but I look around and I see a pretty significant disconnect. It's the clean bald fade and the quarantine haircut, heaven to earth. I see a pretty big disconnect between what I know is in heaven and what I see on earth. We look around and on every hand there is turmoil and trouble and death and disease and devastation and conflicts and wars and rebellion and blasphemy and spirit of the antichrist of our day and and we look around in our world and recognize very readily that God has not Overtaken our world yet That the power and presence of God Has not fully been established In this earth yet We are praying Thy will be done Thy kingdom come In earth as it is in heaven But that has not happened yet Can I preach to you this morning And remind you That the will of God Is not war and destruction The will of God Is peace and holiness The will of God is not false doctrine and rebellion. The will of God is truth and righteousness. The the will of God is not blasphemy and turmoil and death. The will of God is wholeness, holiness and alignment with heaven. That is the will of God. The will of God is not sickness and disease and devastation. The will of God is healing and virtue and wholeness by His stripes. The will of God is not divided families uh, and broken homes uh, and damaged spouses and uh, uprooted children. That is not the will of God. Uh, The will of God is peace and holiness and righteousness uh, in our homes, uh, in our church, uh, and in our world. Can I preach to you this morning uh, that what we are praying for and believing in 2024 is that His kingdom would come uh, and His will would be done uh, in earth uh, as it is uh, in heaven. In earth as it is. Can I make this a little more specific today? Uh, We are living on earth, uh, but sometimes the things of God are so abstract They're so distant, they're so far reaching. I didn't just come to preach about what God's doing in this earth. I didn't just come to preach about what God is doing in the nation of the United States. I'm not just preaching about what God's doing in the state of Illinois or Iowa. But I want to tell you that it is our prayer, it's our hope, it's our desire. It's our mission, it's what we are reaching for. We are concerned about what God is doing in this earth. But first and foremost, we want His will to be done right here in the Quad Cities. And beyond we are praying not just in this earth but we want in the QC as it is in heaven not just in earth as it is in heaven not just in the nation as it is in heaven but in the Quad Cities as it is in heaven let your kingdom come let your will be done in the QC as it is in heaven We understand Jesus is commanding us to pray for and reach to. We, we pray. I told our leadership class this morning. We pray like it all depends on God, but then we turn around and work like it all depends on us. We don't just say, oh, we're going to pray about it and see what happens. No, and we don't just work with spiritual disregard for the power and the way of God. We're going to pray like it all depends on God, and then we're going to get our hands dirty and work like it all depends on us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in the Quad Cities as it is in heaven. We understand a bit of what Jesus means. Jesus, the one who was speaking these words in the Sermon on the Mount, he understood what it was like in heaven because he came from heaven. John 3 says, no man has ascended into heaven, but the Son of Man which has come down from heaven. In John 6, he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. If anyone knows what's going on in heaven, Jesus knew what was going on in heaven. But if we are going to pray for and work Towards uh, that what happens in heaven happens on earth. We gotta have a little understanding of what happens in heaven. We gotta have a little comprehension of what's going down in heaven. Can I tell you the first thing that I find scripturally that is in heaven, is above all else in heaven, you find the absolute sovereign rulership of of God. In heaven, the power of God has overcome every rebellion. It has overcome every spirit of opposition. It has overcome the very spirit of Lucifer. The Bible lets us know in Isaiah 14 that there was a rebellion from one of the archangels named Lucifer. Oh, how thou art fallen from heaven, the Lord said through the prophet Isaiah, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Isaiah 14, 12, who is cut down to the ground. You did weaken the nations. The story of Lucifer's rebellion is given to us. It's told to us in the next few verses. And the Bible says that the prophet Isaiah summarizes the spirit of uh, the spirit of Lucifer, the spirit of the adversary, when he was cast down from heaven and cast in. It's significant that the prophet Isaiah quotes Lucifer as saying in, in just in two verses, quotes Lucifer, Satan, as when he was an archangel in heaven saying five times, saying, I will, I will ascend, I will exalt myself, I will sit, I will ascend, I will be like unto the most Hi, God responded to Lucifer and said, I'm sorry, Bubba. There is a singular will that is going to be done in heaven. There is a singular ruler in heaven and you are not that ruler and that's why Jesus said when the 70 returned with joy in the book of Luke, Jesus said it to them. He said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from the heaven. Why did he cast him down? Because heaven is a place where the absolute sovereign rule of God exists. It is free from the ravages of Lucifer. It is free from the work of Satan and when I am praying thy kingdom come thy will be done in the quad cities as it is in heaven I am saying Lord reverse the work of the adversary in this place I I don't know about you but I have had it up to here with Satan destroying lives around me I have had it up to here. With Satan reaching into families, uh, messing with marriages, uh, messing up teenagers, uh, I have had it up to here. With Satan splitting up homes uh, and dividing households, uh, I have had it up to here. With Satan luring people into addictions uh, and pornography and immorality uh, and alcoholism and drug abuse, uh, I have had it up to here. With Satan trying to destroy communities, entire neighborhoods and school systems and cities I am sick and tired I'm ready to take the power that Jesus said he said I give you power to tread on serpents I give you power to take dominion over every power of the enemy I am praying his kingdom come, his will be done in the quad cities as it is in heaven. I push back the rule and the reign of Satan. I say Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I, I, I'm ate up this morning I'm a little ate up today because I'm tired uh, of what the enemy has done to some lives uh, in 2023 uh, I'm ready for the church to stand up like never before square her shoulders uh, and say we're not taking this sitting down uh, we are going to pray uh, and we are going to work uh, that it will be in the QC uh, as it is in heaven My, my, my. Come on, somebody lift up your voice for just a minute. I feel the Holy Ghost here today. Woo. My, 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 my. Come on, somebody just entertain this presence for just a minute that's why we're praying like it all depends on God but we're working like it all depends on us we're praying, I know we get tired sometimes, I know we get weary sometimes but we will not give up, we will not relent, we will not back down, we will not settle into a place of complacency we will not settle into a place of ease, we will not put on spiritual cruise control no, 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 not here, not here, not here, not now, there is too much at stake Uh, we are praying his kingdom come uh, but we are working like it all depends on us (laughs) our mission is to lead people to know Jesus personally we're trying to introduce people to Jesus what are we doing we're introducing him to the rule and the reign of God in their hearts that's what happens when you know him Uh, you come off the throne of your life uh, and you let Jesus be the ruler uh, of your heart in the QC uh, as it is in heaven that's why we've been working towards this we've been announcing this we've been preparing you for this our church has been growing we, we've been growing, we put out every seat we can, we put out every seat put out so many seats, the fire marshal probably wouldn't be real happy with us right now but we are we're doing our best to expand the sovereignty of God in the Quad Cities and I am happy to announce to you that a part of that plan is on Sunday February 25th that That will be our first service of duplicate mirrored Sunday morning services. Our church times are changing to 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. going forward. Why? Because we got to increase our capacity. We can't build fast enough. We can't expand fast enough. We've got to get more souls in. We come on, can I preach to the old guard for just a minute? Can I preach to our precious elders for a minute? The old guard that stands over what we believe and who we are and understands the identity of this church for generations. This church was built by great men who were visionary leaders. This church has in its DNA visionary leadership that did unconventional things to reach unconventional numbers of people. And I'm telling you in 2024 this is God's Next step for us, Uh, we're going to get as many people as we can in here, uh, not once, uh, but twice. You'll hear more about that. We'll send you some emails, information. You can decide which service uh, you want to come to, 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. And I know there's questions that brings up. I don't have time to digress into all that today because I'm already practicing preaching shorter. (laughs) Uh, I, I, but hear me today, hear me, I know that, cra- well, I may not see my friend, well, I may not do this, I may not, I, I, I know that might create some questions, uh, I know you might wonder, well, oh, you know what, you might see them coming and going in between services, uh, there's still Wednesday night midweek, hello, somebody, yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. let me put a little plug in for small groups, sign-ups in the foyer for the winter semester, there's still small groups, you can still see everybody, But what am I more concerned about? I mean, seriously, am I more concerned about seeing my friend Matthew or Zach or Anthony or am I more concerned about doubling our seating capacity without moving one wall or adding on to one building? God has set us to establish his kingdom. In this campaign, you can be seated for a minute. In this campaign, we're working to expand our seats, our square feet, that we can fit seats in in this sanctuary. We're working to expand our foyer, all of those things. But this is not just about expanding square feet. Square feet, excuse me. It's about getting more souls in the seats to experience the power and the presence and the life-changing Word of God. In the QC, as it is... In heaven, you know what else is in heaven? The authority of the word of God reigns supreme in heaven. You look around at our world, and God's word is being violated at every single turn. It's ridiculed. It's denied. It's mocked. We live in a culture where rebellion against the Word of God is championed and celebrated as virtuous. Where, where rebellion... And violation of the word of God. There's entire inner industries and entertainment industries that revolve around the violation of God's word. Everything from the sexual rebellion and revolution to the perversion, the, the uh, of false gods that have entered our culture from every single a- angle, and, and the theory, the false theory of evolution that has paved the way for everything from social engineering to euthanasia and, and abortion and the. Use of the human body to, for things that violate the nature and violate the purpose of God and i am come to preach today and tell you we cannot let these ideas, concepts and false doctrines infiltrate the church <clears throat> because the church cannot be an agent of change in the world if the church is changed by the world let me say it again. The church cannot be an agent of change in the world if the church is changed by the world. We have to be changed by the power and the presence of the word of God and then with that change we have to step into our world and let him change our world through us. The word of God is violated. Can I just tell you that in, in 2023, I know live 2024, excuse me. I know... Lots of stuff has changed in our world, but the Bible, we still believe the Bible is the supreme authority in this life. I still believe God created the heaven and the earth. I still believe that God used Moses to part the Red Sea. I still believe that there was an earthwide flood. I still believe that the sun stood still for Joshua. I still believe Jesus turned water to wine and the axe head did swim. I still believe that he fed the thousands with two fishes and five loaves of bread. I still believe he opened up blind eyes and unstopped deaf ears and I still believe he's in that business today Uh, he's still in the miracle business the word of God reigns supreme in heaven Uh, and brothers and sisters uh, if you want the word of God uh, to be established in the Quad Cities uh, you gotta let it be established in your heart first the psalmist David said thy word is forever settled in heaven we gotta get it settled in us well, hello. That word is settled in heaven, but I wonder is it settled in you? That's why part of our mission is not just to lead people to know Jesus personally, but to grow in Jesus purposely. Why? Because we want the word of God to get in everybody's life. We want God's word to grow in everybody's heart. The book of Acts, the Bible says of the early church growth. It says the word of God increase and the number. Somebody shout the number the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly and a great number of priests were obedient to the faith mind. God has given us a miracle of multiplication already in our growth. The Bible says a great number of priests were obedient to the faith. You know what I'm believing in 2024? God is not just sending people of our community to come and find a relationship with Jesus. I'm declaring in 2024 God's going to send leaders in our community to come and find Jesus Christ. The priests, these were religious leaders. These were pastors. Uh, In Jesus' name, let it be. Uh, Let your kingdom come. Uh, Let your will be done Uh, in the Quad Cities uh, as it is in heaven. I'm believing for entire churches. Uh, I'm believing for pastors and leaders and officials. Uh, The Bible says they all came to obedience of the faith. They grew in the word of God. In Acts 12, they grew mightily in the word of God and prevailed in Acts 19. You want to prevail in your life? Grow in the word of God. You want to prevail when? In your life? Grow in the word of God. God's word does not change. His word is forever settled in heaven. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, in the quad cities as it is. That's why David said, Thy word have I, somebody read their Bible, hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. You will never overcome sin in your own power. You will never overcome sin by following the cutest little Instagram quote artist that you can. You won't overcome sin by just saving all the TikTok, psycho babble self-help stuff. And I'm not saying none of that has a place. You won't overcome sin with that alone. You will overcome sin by the power of the word of God. Quit trying to do it on your own. It's time to grow in Jesus, uh, not accidentally, but purposefully. It's time to grow in his word. Let his word be established in your life in 2024. And finally, the Bible lets us know that in heaven, in heaven, All the attention is on one. In heaven, the attention isn't going to be on you. It's not going to be on me. In heaven, the attention isn't going to be on the band or the worship team. In heaven, the attention isn't going to be on anybody else. But in heaven, heaven is a place where worship is solely focused on the one true living God. If we are to let his kingdom and his will be established in the QC as it is in heaven, then brothers and sisters, we must be worshipers. Isaiah said in the king that you, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And the train, his train filled the temple. That's not a choo-choo train. That's the garment that he wore. The train, the tail of the garment that he wore. His train filled the temple, and above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings covering his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he did fly. And they cried to one another, saying, Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is Full of his glory Now I don't know exactly the date this was written It appears to be about 3,000 years ago That this was penned But hear me 3,000 years ago to now And can I tell you what is still happening in heaven today Holy, 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 holy Is the Lord God Almighty The whole earth is filled with His glory Holy, holy, holy You read it in the book uh, In the beginning You read it all the way in the book of Revelation The Bible says uh, That they fell down before Him And worshiped Him And cast their crowns In other words All their achievements uh, All their earthly accolades They cast them down at His feet And they said Holy is the Lord Lord God Almighty which was, which is and which is to come oh Lord you receive all glory and honor and power come on if we're going to worship him up there we better get used to worshiping him down here I said if we're going to worship him up there we better get used to worshiping him down here If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, worship must dominate our relationship with God. If you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, worship must be a part of your life. That's why we cannot afford, and I'm closing, we cannot afford for our corporate worship services to be minus worship. We can't have church services that are minus worship. We can't have disciples whose lives are minus worship worship oh if you can't worship God can I tell you you can't pray either if you can't worship God you you can't be an effective worshiper you won't be an effective prayer no you won't worship and prayer go together I pray in sincerity and I worship in sincerity you know how we fulfill our mission around here To know, grow, show, show Jesus passionately. Showing Him passionately to the world around us happens through our worship. You know, when you serve on a team, that's worship. When you work for the kingdom, that's worship. Oh, I know, I know this is worship. This is worship. All, what we do here is worship. Worship. But you know, when you're serving, that's worship too. When you're sacrificing, it's God's will that we worship. God created you to worship. He created you, hear me. I've said it 50 times, but I'll say it 50 more. God did not create you to be a consumer, He created you to be a producer. He didn't create you to be just a consumer of ministry. He created you to be a producer of ministry. And you will never be fully happy or fulfilled in your life until you are not just consuming what he created for you, his presence and his word, but you are also producing what he created you to produce. That is ministry to people around you. He created you for ministry. What a year we've had in 2023. What an incredible year we've had. We've worshiped. We've celebrated. Man. In 2023, we saw the greatest year of growth that we have on record. Now, there may have been other years going back, way back, that, that were faster years of growth. But we don't have record of those years. So I'm not going to say the greatest ever. I'm going to say the greatest that we have on record. Okay? The greatest that we have on record. Ready for this? In the last five years, in the last five years, now churches statistically are declining across the nation. doesn't matter what Baskin-Robbins group of flavors, what brand or flavor they are, churches are declining overall. In the last five years, our church has grown by 37%. 37%. That's even through COVID. You ready for this? Last year, we celebrate our greatest year of spirit and fillings, Holy Ghost and feelings, and baptisms that we have on record anywhere last year 42 people filled with the gift of the holy ghost we ended the year with 102 baptized in jesus name for the remission of their hear me We didn't have a shabby year the year before. It wasn't too bad the year before. But that represents a 300% increase in conversions. 23 over 2022. A 300% increase in conversions. And to God be the glory for the things He has done. As we stand together. Hear me this morning. It is not by accident. It is not by accident that in the first year of the first capital campaign this church has done in decades since the 70s. It is not by accident That in the first year of a campaign of sacrifice that our conversions grew by 300%. Thank you three of you. That is not, don't worry, I'm not taking an offering, don't get nervous. I say campaign, everybody's like, oh. Thought we were talking about Holy Ghost. (laughs) I told you from the beginning what God was saying to this church. That while if we would worship Him with a sacrifice of praise, with a sacrifice of praise, worship what is worship it's a complete bowing down it's a complete humbling of oneself it's giving everything that I have it's emptying myself whether it's my pockets or my heart or my mind or my service or my attitude it is the emptying of myself before God and when we do that God says you do what you can do and I'll do what I can do you worship me with your every and I'll show up and bless you and increase you and I'll grow you oh I feel the Holy Ghost here come on somebody in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus come on lift your hands and your voice all across this room Oh, God, God, we need your kingdom to be established in the Quad Cities. God, we want your rule to be in our lives. God, we want your word to reign supreme. God, we want your worship to saturate every area of our existence, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's why the writer of Hebrews said let us offer a sacrifice of praise to God continually for such sacrifices for with such sacrifices God is well pleased I don't have to ask how many want to be well pleasing to God how how many want him to be well pleased with you the sacrifice of worship doesn't mean I just Show up when I feel like it. I just lift my hands when I want to. I just sacrifice when it's something I like. It, it, the sacrifice of worship is when I don't feel like it. When I don't. When I don't. I, I don't know, and I don't know how it's going to pan out. I, I, I give Him my worship anyway. That's why Jeremiah would say this. Jeremiah would say this. For the Lord is merciful. His mercy endures forever. And of them, of them, that's you and I, that bring forth the sacrifice of worship into the house of the Lord. For them will I cause the return of the captivity of the land. God said for those that bring the sacrifice of worship for those that come into my house and say Lord whatever it takes let it be in the you see as it is in heaven God whatever it takes I am bringing the sacrifice of worship and God said for you I'm going to turn the captivity of your land I'm going to reverse the captivity in your family I'm going to reverse because sacrificial worship breaks bonds sacrificial worship establishes his kingdom Uh, sacrificial worship uh, breaks chains of captivity every voice raised every heart lifted to heaven right now across this room. In the name of Jesus, his presence is here. Thank you for joining us online today. My name's Luke Levine and I serve as the pastor of the Sanctuary Quad Cities. If you'd be interested in additional content like this, sermons, lessons, worship, and more, you can find them on our YouTube channel or any podcasting platform. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or we'd love for you to join us in person right here at 1501 John Deere Parkway. You can find all of that information on our website at thesanctuaryqc.com. From there, you can also request a free personal Bible study. We'd love for you to grow into all that Jesus Christ has for you in your life. Until we meet you in person, we pray God's blessing on you and yours.